podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, everyone, Stephen Alson, Jay Motti, uh, we're here for the Brook. All right, Steve. Who's that? What the fuck's he here for? Ethan is our resident Geordie. Yeah, he's been to be fair. He's been supporting Newcastle for eight hours, so he's he's a pretty long, long oh, you know, long time fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like 18 hours. Yeah. As soon as he got that, here we go. Last night, he he threw away his Sunderland kit. Oh, the plastic stuff is already <laughs> started. Like, jealous, jealous. You don't even live in Newcastle, you dickhead. You live in Manchester. So how about that for get, a start? Get used to this. There's going to be lots of that. Lots of out of towners. Um, yeah. So we've got him in because he's going to talk about. Them lot now. I mean, the richest club in the world. I know, it's mad that, isn't it? How much are you worth now, you lot? Oh, I, I, I don't know, but if you've seen Oh, I'm those... sorry, because Mike Ashley was fucking skint, was he? Uh, no, but the pie No, he just was, acted like it, it. it. It was a significant lack of investment, but if you look at the pie charts now, Steve, if you've seen them going around social media, I think Newcastle's wealth... Charts. Newcastle's wealth... Why is it not chippy charts? What's your... What, are you on Instagram? Honestly, if... Uh, I am on Instagram. Let me ask you. What's yeah. your Instagram oh, name? Uh, don't worry if you can't remember. Dripping in fucking oil 61. <laughs> <laughs> if that fucking Salmon geezer that now owns the the smallest club in Sunderland, yeah. if if he woke up with the amount of money Shape Mansour have, he'd top himself. He would, wouldn't he? Hasn't Shape Mansour got like one tenth of what he's got or something? A bit less than a tenth, yeah. That's ridiculous. About a 7% or 8% of what he's got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... Flint. I know. You fucking bum. How much have you got? 20 billion. Hey, we'll get out of bed for less than fucking do that 50. Um, get involved in the comments. Get involved in the chat. Let us know what you what you make of the Newcastle takeover because obviously it's uh, a big topic. That's why we've got Ethan here. And some people like, oh, United have dodged a bullet and that could have been us. And others are like, um, why couldn't that have been us? Yeah, exactly. Where do you stand on it, Stephen? Well, me and uh, Joe Smith, you might have seen him. on. Um... I've, I've seen him on practically every video on this channel for the last three weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, there. <laughs> he said he'd absolutely not want it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him. I'm more on the fence. Really? And by more, well, if he's completely absolutely not, then I'm definitely more on the fence than him. Right, okay. But I'm maybe only like 5 to 10%. Like, yeah. Mm, because one, I couldn't stop it if it if it was going to happen. Yeah, I know you've actually said that you probably wouldn't go. If... My line, it's my line in the sand is is the like I, I hate the Glazers, right? Just for disclaimer before anyone says anything, the parasites. But they are awful people in terms of business, in terms of businessmen and business people and what they're doing to the club. They're milking it dry. They're bleeding it dry. They don't give a toss about the fans, and you know they've just ruined or tried to ruin our football club and just use it as almost like a you know this. Well, it's just like a cash cow to them. But they're not, you know, a murderous regime that's sort of using our club to distract from the awful human rights abuses that they've committed. And I'm not having a dig at you, Ethan. I no, understand no, no. that you've been waiting a long time for some success, and I'm not having a dig. But, like, for me, you know, they literally murdered a journalist who, who wrote truths about them. Yep. Didn't they even be like, yeah, we did? Yeah, and it's like... Wasn't even like, um, not even a denial, wasn't no, it a case he, of like... He, he still denies it, but the evidence... Still got the axe. Yeah, the evidence was, was the evidence you know, was overwhelming. sort of... Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it on CCTV walking in and yeah. then being yes. carried out yeah. in a quick... Jamal Kigoshi yeah. was the name of yeah, the journalist. Yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's like where you go, right, okay, there's, there's that, there's the way they've treated people in Yemen, there's lots of things where I just go... For me, when we were linked with him and I said it, and, you know, I got into someone on, on the line with it and I was like, that's the breaking point for yeah. me where I go, no, that's not what I'm about. Because I mean, there was actually a lot of talk that they were in for United. I wonder yeah. if it was always a smoke screen that they were going for that little United. <laughs> <laughs> 
it might have been. You're getting fuck all, yeah, by the way. <laughs> it, it might have been. I don't know. Um, maybe it was, but whatever reason, I'm not exactly over the moon that we've still got the Glazers, no. but I would rather have the Glazers than, I mean, I never thought I'd say that. I'd rather, I have to word this carefully, I'd rather we, we weren't bought there's, by the Saudi royal family. You have to also consider, Jay, that Man United is already in a pretty good situation. It's already in a pretty good place compared to someone like Newcastle, who's 19th in the Premier League, and Man United are in the top four, and I've, I've, I've still had that investment into the team. Disp- what, hang on, you can't call it investment. Well, okay, yeah. you, 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 you've, you've, you're still in a situation significantly better than Newcastle United's yeah, than it was 24 hours ago. Your never took out what ours took out. No, I, I, Mike Ashley stopped investing into the club three years ago. The club's just been generating its own funds, and that's what the club's been living off at the minute. All right, cool. So you've got that. Yeah. We've got that plus paying off their loan. Yeah, yeah. So no, not only have they not invested, I which understand, they've never but, done. But just looking at the situation of where the football club currently is at the minute, yeah. f- forgetting about all I know what you mean. I know, I know like, yes. Steve's point is they've like you know not put anything in and just taken out yeah. more of the club than what Ashley's taken out of Newcastle. Your point is Newcastle are a lot lower down the table, struggling which is why where United have been, you know, we finished second last yeah, season. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, even though the Glazers have, have, have sort of bled us dry, we've still been relatively competitive to a certain degree. Yeah, Not yeah. to the level means they and other United fans won, yeah. but we've certainly been near the top of the table, whereas Newcastle, I mean, you've not been sort of challenging since the, the Bobby Robson heyday, yeah, have really. you? Uh, Matt Moss is uh, a member of the academy for 10 months. He says, Store sees, so, start, uh, start again. Source these Insta posts yesterday. Just want to say, keep smashing it, man. Love everything you do. What was your Insta post? You, was it with your mate? Oh, me and Rio, just the old traffic having a bit of a romantic meal. Uh, no, it was about me talking about wanting to kill myself, Jay. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a bit awkward. Right, moving swiftly on. Well, I hope you've cheered up a bit anyway. <laughs> anyway, I thought I was just reading it. I was like, where's he going with this? All right, cool. I thought, sorry, I'm not Alice, he is my friend. I saw a post, a picture of you and Rio at Old Trafford, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Obviously got that one wrong. Thanks for your super chat anyway, uh, much appreciated, thanks for supporting the channel. <laughs> People saying about the mics, the mic, Jay's up, mic's off, only Steve's mic is off, I don't know if we can sort it out guys, I don't know if that's been fixed. Oh is it? Alright, I'm just seeing I'm just seeing comments about it now. Um, sorry, I've got to scroll down. Um, right. We know what Newcastle are about. They've got a load of money. We know that City have got a load of money. We know that the Scouts have got their act together. As a United fan, are you worried that this is... Chelsea have got their act together. Are you worried that this is top four sort of I, I, I reshaping I itself? What I was talking about with the, with the, the takeover we've done. Yeah. I don't like the idea of nations owning football clubs. Yeah. And sports washing is a term that he's about to hear loads of. Yeah. Um, and I think there's an element of that. In, okay. in the reason behind why nations... i got no problem. Where's this guy from? China. And he owns whoever. Well done. Yeah. But I don't really have a problem with Roman Abramovich owning Chelsea, even though it is, obviously, it's an oil club. Yeah. He's not a nation. He's just a fucking double-loaded fella. Yeah. Who actually, supposedly, fell in love with football, watching United and Real Madrid. Is it, I mean, is there any difference between that and sort of what Jack Walker did? I know Jack Walker loved Blackburn, but he just poured in loads of money Not until really, they won the league. Yeah, and Black, anyway, Blackburn was smaller than Chelsea. That'll do me. And he did yeah. it with a speed as well. It was yeah. Two or three years. <laughs> it was he just went, bro. I have a load of. Um, I'm going to pour a little bit of gravy on it. Yeah. Oh, that's the old cup. And did we win the league? Mashing. 
that, that was literally how it fucking went down with Jack Walker. Then they pulled the plug and then they fucked off. I mean, yeah, I mean, literally, if you don't know the story of of one of the reasons why United didn't fucking spend the most money with that myth um, was partly because like the likes of Blackburn outspent us yeah. in the nineties, Newcastle well outspent us, you yeah. fuckers in the nineties. Yeah. We've got show for that, eh? Nothing. Shut up. Not talking to you. So then you had. Um, was massively outspent by Chelsea in the noughties. Latterly at the back end of the noughties, Manchester City came in and just fucking blew it. Boom. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's one thing having a sugar daddy, which is what I would call Roman Abramovich. Yeah. And Jack Walker. Yeah. And then being the the PR wing of a nation feels different to me. And I don't, I don't necessarily like the sugar daddy thing either. People go, United spent money. <sighs> no. It's the truth. We've yeah. spent money, but United made money. Whether you agree with the commercialization of the football club, we we made money through football business. Yeah. Whether that was through TV revenue, whether that was be innovative in sponsorship, which we actually was prior to the Glazers. Don't tell me the Glazers are great businessmen because they're not. They fell asleep at the wheel. A great businessman would keep us riding the crest of that wave and we'd be in back-to-back semifinals of Champions League and finals of the Champions League and winning Champions League after Champions League. And that would be what great businessmen do, but they're not great businessmen. They're fucking shit. So I think if you, if you look to what Manchester United have done since the PLC days, which yeah. we didn't invent either, Tottenham did. So don't fucking throw that one at United just for being better at it. Yeah. Um, and again, what's the fucking issue with it being a public limited company so fans could actually have a, a, a say in owning it? We, we fell asleep at the wheel as fans because we never really fucking... Imagine if we'd have bought it instead of Michael Knight for 10 million. I know, it's easy to say that though, isn't it? But, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing, you know, so when Michael Knight did buy it, when was that? Uh, late, well, tried to. Late 80s, early 90s. You know, I mean, I know you're talking about rich businessmen here and it's maybe United million. fans, but a lot, of, a lot of United fans were going through the worst time ever. There was riots on the streets because of the poll tax. You know what I mean? The unemployment was going through the roof. It was just, it was a horrible time for a lot of people. So yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it wasn't easy. Uh, Prince, so, go on, no, go on, let you finish. Sorry, so let you finish point. The whole thing about a nation owning a football club, I don't necessarily think it should be owned by the community, although I love what Germany's done with the 50 plus one. Why, why are you not for that? That seems like to be the most populist idea. I, I love that. I'm not saying I wouldn't, I don't necessarily say I would make it mandatory. I think there's, oh, right, okay. there's multiple models to, to yeah. run a football club. Like I, I'm looking into the legalities of how we actually do this as Stretford Paddock because I want to, I personally, I, I own the club at the moment, it's me. And I want to allow our fan base and our supporters and our locality to, to invest into that and, and you become co- members co- of that. and your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could, because I want us to all feel a part of this. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a thing of ownership. Uh, ownership as a concept and ownership as a reality are a different thing. Like you, we feel an ownership of Manchester United because we've invested yeah. our lives into it. We don't fucking own any of it. It's like when it, I remember chatting to you in Sterling though, and he said like in 99, he could tell his kids, you know, I own a bit of that club. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, like £2.40. Yeah, it might, you know, it might be like no, next to nothing. <laughs> but but technically, one. you've got a share in you know what I mean? One, and that was the game, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I just think that countries owning football clubs, like it or not, with what's happened with uh, the Abu Dhabi government and kingdom owning parts of Manchester, is they've done some stuff in the city of Manchester, which the Manchester Council have bent over for, and which the MEN have completely turned a fucking blind eye to. And yep. that is factual. Yeah. And I imagine, what's the local newspaper? In Newcastle? Uh, Chronicle, Chronicle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Newcastle Chronicle. If the Saudis have done something in Newcastle, they might try and buy up one of the fucking shopping malls that's been in some fuckers' 
family for generations or something like that. They're going to do something well egregious that that newspaper is going to say fuck all about. But also, you have to look at the other side of it that the money brought in by these guys is going to bring an awful lot of investment to Newcastle. Yeah, you're it's right. going to massively improve a, a place that has seen a, a, a lack of investment compared to other places in the country. And if, like Manchester, what happens is they end up buying up all of the local property, so it forces house prices higher and makes it harder for young people to get on the ladder, then yeah. And they'll still keep the fucking mouth shut about that because they're getting absolutely fingered by them. That was, that's my concern with um, with sort of what you were talking about with the property being brought up in Manchester. How much of it is, you know, affordable housing for, for, for families? Not a lot. Uh, Conrad says Jay went full Brent. Yes, I did. Fredette Khan says the Glazers supported the American regime who aren't very noble either. Well, you know, I'm not saying the Glazers are noble and the, you can argue about the reg regimes and all that. I just don't think they're quite on the level of... of um, the sound is. It's not, that doesn't yeah. mean I like yeah. the, the Glazers. Um, Paul, Poly 160 said, Tuna are a great club and deserve better than Ashley or Saudis. This is a new load for Premier League and little has been learned from the Super League bollocks. Yeah, uh, right yeah that's a good point. Prince Verhuris, Verhuis, sorry, says, Man City fans planning a Mansour out after Saudis up in their game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, that sort of City aren't the richest club. But the bad thing is, well, not the bad thing, but the thing is, no, the, the sort of, pretty set though aren't they say yeah. where it's not like you know the, the thing is as well this, this is, is a massive mad arms race where uh, the money's going just bonkers like when you saw the, the Neymar and the Mbappe sort of transfer fees you go right well I saw this when them lot broke the world record fee for Shearer yeah. it doesn't go down it's do you, never do, reversed when you look at it I mean we had the the the, the, the final didn't we the other year was it um, not the final sorry when we had the the, the semi-final was it PSG and, and City you look at how close one of them two's getting we had the final with, with Chelsea and, and mm -hmm. say but slightly different um, does it bother you at all or like even now that you're part of that um, the way football is yeah. going because Newcastle have already had this thing yeah. about this okay. historical club yep. with a massive fan yep. base and a loyal fan base no matter despite the fact you've not won anything since 1955 yeah. you've still got is it 55, sorry? Is uh, it? Since 69. 69, sorry, apologies. Yeah. What did you win in 69? Uh, the first cup. No one cares. Right. <laughs> Ignore him. But, but, uh, but, yeah, you've always been like one of these historical clubs. Are you bothered yes. about being part of that? Yeah, yeah. Cabal. I'm, I'm, I'm very emotionally conflicted with this. Yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, when the news broke, and obviously the build-up before it, I, I, I was completely conflicted. But when the news broke, I did feel a bit emotional. I did feel some relief as well that we've got a change of ownership. We've got a bit of, we've got ambition now. We've got a bit of yeah. hope, which we've not had for so many years. But you are emotionally conflicted knowing that these guys... Have they come out and said... Because I've seen, I've seen every lineup with Mbappe and Haaland and fucking all sorts in with Newcastle. Um, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. You say you've got ambition. Yes. Have they said that, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda Stavely, who is heading this, uh, done an interview with Sky <laughs> yesterday and said that in the next ten years she would like Newcastle to win the Premier League, which is you know a what? Hell I, of I, I laughed when City said that. Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember Leicester City when they got promoted to the Premier League, but their ownership said at the time. Our target is to get top four in the yeah. next five years. That, even that would seem ridiculous. I, I, it did seem to ridiculous. Be fair. Than the, you know what I mean? Like, after, but yeah. like with what you're <laughs> saying, and with Amanda Stable, you've yeah. been doing the rounds, and that level of of sort of resource, it's yep. just it's likely. I think you'll do it. But we were chatting in the office. I think you could do it in. I think you could even do it in five I, years. I don't know, but the, the point is, Jane, what Newcastle fans want. Newcastle just want to have that long term project that they're saying. Well, I, I I don't. 
mind if... It's not about getting the big names in. It's just about building a proper club that's not in a relegation battle every year. We well, want is a it a proper, proper club, team. though, when you're, you're the plaything of some fucking billionaire? Like, I know. He's well, hard, that, it just fucks off. The, the, well, that's where I'm uh, emotionally conflicted with things. It's so hard, but that's football today. You, you can't have one without the other, really. Of course, we'll look at Leicester, which was... A, no, a miracle. You have and Germany, which for me is the greatest footballing model but, in the but world. But we're not You're in Germany. On the fucking terrace. But we're, we're not in Germany. A, a team in the Premier League can only compete by having the billionaires, the big bucks. And yeah, I think Le- Leicester were the anomaly. Yeah, they were, and even they've Leicester got rich owners. Let's not forget that. No, let's not forget that. Every club in the <laughs> they Premier spent a lot of money to get out of the Championship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People forget that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I know. In, you is know, that Pepe a thing anymore? No, is it egg? Was it a thing anyway? Because City kind of. I mean, City was like, what was that? We need to. What's the downfall? Four hundred million. Oh, <laughs> we just renamed our stadium. It's the Etihad Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Who owns the Etihad? I mean, we do, but don't worry. Yeah, about don't worry about it. It's literally gone. You've gone. Four hundred million. There you go. <laughs> Well, yeah, don't worry about that. I, I don't what know emails? We've deleted him by accident. I don't know if you saw Talk Sport today. But no, I tend not to watch, yeah, watch enough, or listen to it. Simon Jordan awful. was on there who t- tends to know a, a thing or two about football club ownership. About running them into the ground. And, and Mitt perhaps running them into the ground. But he said that because of Newcastle's situation at the minute with FFP and Mike Ashley being in charge the previous few years, Newcastle are in a situation now where they've not been making losses they can actually go out and spend as much as they like. He oh, said He sake. said between 500 million and perhaps a billion in the next three years, which is mental. So I, why it, is Steve so bitter? Uh, I don't know, maybe because I've seen my owners drain a billion and a half out of my yeah, club. Yeah, and I don't, you know, and it's a bit depressing. And his fucking shakes rocking up left, right and centre all over the fucking Premier League, <laughs> blasting out fucking 20s like it's Friday night in the titty bar. I, I just I think... Like that. I, That's like, why I'm fucking bitter, mate. I, I, we had the greatest football club on, in the world. Go on, 2005, preach. United was basically the fucking English version of Bayern Munich. We sat atop of the Christmas tree. We were spending money, but Joe, you know we were spending like 30 to 60 million. We were paying top, top dollar for players, and we were still making like 200 million fucking profit, which Martin Edwards was fucking doing whatever he was doing with, and the PLC was doing whatever he was doing with, but everyone was fucking completely happy. We just invested into Carrington. That's how fucking long ago that was, by the way. We just fucking redeveloped Old Trafford. We was on course to complete the whole bowl and have it as be a hundred plus thousand seater stadium. We had the greatest team in the fucking Premier League. We had the greatest manager in the Premier League. Fast forward 20 years, we've had a billion and a half sucked out of it by these fucking leech owners. And you've had fucking rich dickhead after rich dickhead rock up and try and fucking throw money at it to win the Premier League. We're still managing to compete because we've started to actually spend some fucking money that we earn anyway. Ferguson ended up with a fucking 19 million pound negative spend for his last fucking bit of own, uh, running the club under the Glazer ownership. This is a man that came in, broke transfer records for fucking Gary Pallister in 1989-90, whenever the fuck it was. Broke record after fucking record for Roy Keane, Andy Cole, fucking Yapstam, Rio Ferdinand, Juan Sebastian fucking Veron, Wayne Rooney for a teenager, Berbatov for a British fucking record. Then all of a sudden he's like, actually, no value in the market. Oh, you mean there's no fucking value in your back burner when it's the fucking Glazers that are driving this bus? That was the fucking answer. And like at Olympia, Sir Alex Ferguson was never, and he's still never going to because he's the president of the club now, he's never going to come out on a board member and go, these fucking tramps aren't letting me spend the fucking money that we should be quite rightfully earning. I never did that fucking video on the graphic with um, how much United was making. We can still do it. It's not like, you know, it's and not, the fucking it's not money, like time's run out for that one. Hundreds and here. hundreds of million pounds worth of profit and then 2005 hits and it goes fucking bush. 
United have doubled our uh, earnings in the since 2005 or some shit like that. Fucking clubs like Liverpool have five exed it. City have like fucking twenty exed it. All of these teams have come in and just gone fucking barouche. Like Leicester have come from nowhere to make some serious money. Arsenal and Spurs were the ones that was making money alongside us. They're making some serious money. They're not fucking good owners and they're not fucking good businessmen. Why am I bitter? Because I've just watched my fucking club get shagged by a fucking stranger. That's why I'm fucking bitter, mate. Can you just answer that again, but elaborate a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well said, brother. Uh, Abin Afirma, I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't, I don't know what will. Parasites! Um, Abin Afirma says, what about the counter-argument? Not much of a counter-argument, he <laughs> says. Of America, and by extension, Britain not sanctioning Saudis, they sell the weapons to bomb them, to, to them, to bomb Yemen. Yes, I mean... It's nations know, yeah. versus businessmen. Yeah. That's the difference, mate. Um, Caleb yeah. Deterla says, is it time for the governing bodies of soccer to start enforcing FFP and morals? Also, should owners be allowed to own more than one club, like the Brentford owner or the Saudis looking at Newcastle Inter. Yeah, City owns several clubs, don't they? Their owners, including yeah. one in... Um, what, was, go back in to what was that first part of that point? Because I thought that was good. Is it time for governing bodies of soccer to start enforcing FFP and morals? For starters, mate, you've just asked FIFA and UEFA to enforce morals. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dennis Ross says, don't you have the feeling Newcastle will be the perfect way out for players who are on a crossing point in their career, like Sterling, hudson Adoy, Madison, Lingard and Dean Henderson? Um, possibly, you look at what City did when City took over. The owners took over. Obviously, the um, they brought in Rubinho, which was a big signing. Mm. But they weren't buying the top at first, like the the main best players. They were getting the sort of mid ranges, like the Rocky Santa Cruzes and all those mm -hmm. sort of Adebayors and those yeah. type players. Tevez they got off us obviously because we more or less were happy to let him go um, or not renew his contract or whatever. Then then they started upping it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Torre is obviously a very good player that they got, but even like the likes of. Um, David Silva. That, that you took know, a yeah. few summers. Yeah, they were, you know, they were good players, but they weren't going out there and getting the, the Lionel Messi's no. of the day or the no. Mbappe's or the Neymar's. So maybe that's what Newcastle have to do now. They might have to go for the, that's the 50, what they 60 do, million that's pound what they players. Will do. Yeah. Yeah. The They've likes of some... maybe someone like a Raheem Sterling, for example, would be oh, a, you know, be a, that's a, long a, a good signing. You need to keep the core I'm not players. not him, but like yeah. that. You need to keep your core players, your best players yeah. that you've got, your St. Maximin, Wilson. You need to keep them and then you need to build. Are you going to keep... Sterling and that. The one of the probably the fourth greatest defender that's ever played in the Premier League. Are you going to keep him as your manager? <laughs> no, I think you'll be. I think you'll be gone this week. They they got the phone call yesterday. I am like, yeah, it's gone through. Can you put Steve on for us, please? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. Hi, Steve, come in. Yeah, don't sit down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel sorry for Bruce. Yeah, I love Steve no, no, Bruce. No, no. There's I more know. chance of me being the Newcastle manager yeah. at the end of the season than there is Steve yeah. Bruce. Yes. I think there is. I, I, I think, think you've got better odds. Yeah. There's, odds that's, there's odds on Steven Housen. Uh, his odds are like 50 to 1. Bruce is 100 to 1. Uh, right, let me just go into it. Right, so I just saw a comment which uh, I'm going to fucking absolutely obliterate. What's oh, not like um, Where is it? it? Yes, come on. Bring him well done, producer Cam. <laughs> Let's have him here. I still, I love Steve Bruce. Let me tell you, hey, in today's market, this man would be worth about. I mean, he's a centre half who's got nineteen fucking nineteen goals, goals in a put season. Put a price on that, Jay. Hey. So hey. someone's just put stop crying because now there's um, yeah, we have spent loads in the last eight years because we fucking underinvested for the previous eight years. You fucking donkey. So um, anyway, someone said. At least there's competition now, unlike the, the 90s. I'll get rid of it. It's just made, change the lighting. Just move it. We had the gag. So let me just talk to you through the 90s and the spending, shall I? There so, we go. You've set him off now. 1992 to 1998, would you agree Manchester United was relatively successful in that time? 
92 to 98, what's that? Four, five titles? Four titles? Uh, 93, 94, 96, 97. No, no, 96, 97. Yeah. So they were on the way to the treble. Yeah. So four titles, two doubles. You produce a cam. Where would you assume United came in the spending of that? Remember, we we busted our gut on Roy Keane in that time. We went bananas on uh, Andy Cole in that time. Cal Paborski. Yeah, because I know I know what went down. I know what, what happened during that time. Even Ethan will say what happened during that time. They went fucking ape shit. Christino Aspria, Ginola, Alberta. Yeah. Net spend of Newcastle was forty million pounds. They were the number one spenders, ninety two to ninety eight. How many titles, Jay? Nil point. Fucking none. Nearly Ethan. one. Nearly. Who were the second highest spenders in that time? Correct. It was Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. Who won one title in that time? Thirty one million pound. Who was the next ones? Blackburn have got to be all there. Scousers hey. with twenty nine million pounds, zero fucking titles. Oh, then it was Chelsea. Oh, Roman, no, they were spending money like fucking Chelsea do. Yeah, because this was them. still like the Gus Poyet, Rude Hullet, Mark Hughes type signings, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Who was next? Spurs. What? You know what I'm saying? People forget. People forget. 18 million pound. Manchester City. 12 million pound. <laughs> Manchester City actually got relegated at the end of this and became a non-top tier team. Where was United, Jay? Because I'm wondering, you're going, fucking hell, Steve, I'm adding all of these up. United had a <laughs> negative net spend of, we made a profit of 40 grand in that six years on transfers. So when you talk about competition, right? 40 grand. Manchester, I don't know what a mad <laughs> 90s feed that is. Manchester United made a fucking profit in a time when we won four league titles and two doubles. Ask Mr. Pep Guardiola if he could do that without spending a fucking billion. If he could make a profit on transfers from a team that hadn't actually won a title yet, 1992. That's hadn't actually won a fucking title yet. So Sir Alex Ferguson managed to make money, flip players, move on youth players that weren't quite fucking good enough. Don't talk to me about no competition in the 90s. The 90s had more fucking competition than you could even fucking do dot don't, to dot in this league right now. Don't you wish, right? In 95, the summer of 95, we just lost the title to Blackburn, <sighs> right? We sell Paulins. <laughs> we sell Andre Kinchelskis. We sell Mark Hughes. And we buy Tony Colton. And then we cancel our <laughs> band. Yeah. And the first game of the season, we play Aston Villa. Was in the grey kit? Yeah. <laughs> David imagine? Beckham has a shitter. I think the, Nicky uh, Butt has a shitter. Was it Phil Neville played, not Gary Neville it's played? It's Phil Neville, I think. I think he was up front, I think, on they his own. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> blasky booed by uh, by Aston Villa. Yeah, three one. Right, that's but when Alan Watson goes on. Do you know what though? You'll know we're not with kids. There were signs in the second half. This is what people forget. In the second half, got our <laughs> together a little bit. Jimmy here goes. Steve pulling up facts from the nineties. It's not relevant. A guy literally said the nineties weren't competitive. You fucking chode. Uh, it's uh, it's a hundred percent relevant. Um, Tommy McCartney in the super chat says. So is our dream of ever being on top again dead now? We sh already struggled to keep up with City and Chelsea. Are we gonna be irrelevant in thirty years because we don't have oil kings for owners? Get away tickets will be easier. That's one plus point. Uh, Danny Dillinger, who's got a great name, says football clubs are PLCs. What you're arguing for is the destruction of capitalism, and that's not going to happen. We're stuck with parasites. Uh, Abinav Verma says, guys, what do you want? I wanted to ask you about this, because this is right up your street, this. Not to change tact too much, but guys, what do you make of United hiring belatedly ahead of data science to help with the tactical play? 
I don't know enough about it. I'm waiting right, for right. the inevitable athletic article, which is going to detail exactly yeah, what the fuck I think, I think, I think volume one of that article is being produced <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> it's going to be a 12 volume um, epic. So I, hey. out, I mean, I do see all of those jobs, and obviously I look and I go, Should I throw a CV in? I mean, it always goes like master's degree in maths, and I go, well, I'll yeah. put it in a maybe pile. We'll put it yeah, in a maybe pile. Have they got a YouTube channel? Ask you know what, that. you know what I mean? Imagine. Jason Matthews in the comments. Does Steve know that Man United wouldn't be a big club today if they weren't given multiple influxes of undeserved cash? The only difference is back then players cost less than a million. When's this? I think there was an influx of cash in the 30s. <laughs> an influx of... An influx... <coughs> <coughs> Ethan, now you've decided that you've got no morals. Yep. Um... Who do you think Newcastle are going to go for then? Who do, you, who do you want to see come in and take over from Stevie Bruce? M manager wise, well, who do I want and who do I think will happen? Well, I both. Give me both. Different. Give me both barrels, bro. From what I've been seeing, I think Eddie Howe's up there. Fuck off. I know. Fuck and, and right here's, off now. Here's, here's Eddie Howe. I know. Here's the worry. Hey, I won't have Eddie Howe if you got relegated and have no money. Aye, that's the right. problem. We could, we could get relegated, I feel, if we get a manager like Eddie Howe oh, in. That's the worry. Funny. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's a possibility, yeah, Steve. It's, it's I had just down honestly. as a possible for relegation this year. You can't get Eddie Howard. I, 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 That's just I think he's ridiculous. up there with the favourites. Hey, uh, you've got I to get a manager in, right, for me, who... Yes, you're going to be able to throw money at players, but you have a man you need a manager as well, well that's going to no attract players. Says Unai Emery would be interesting. Yeah, I, would be. I, oh. I, I, I would be interested. I would like Graham Potter. I would really like Graham Potter. I think he could like... If oh, if this is a long term game, I I would like to build a up mob. a squad with him at the moment. Oh, he's like, he's like, oh, this is the Paul Bradley Wiggins. <laughs> Fuck off. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Abin Averma says twenty thousand empty seats coming up in Newcastle. Nice little dig. I think that's not a dig at you. Um Pochettino, there you go. It stinks. You know oh, what? Wow. It stinks of Pochettino. I love he stinks. can't fucking do fuck all with a load of superstars. Yeah. He's made for Newcastle. He is. <laughs> I think it stinks of him. Him getting the boot at PSG. I'll be over that. And going Honestly, to Newcastle. If I'm at Newcastle now, I get shearing. Because fucking. Well, I saw an article that, or a, a tweet yeah. that was an article that I've not read yeah. saying that Shearer's in talks with the club about going back there in yeah, some capacity. He, he, he looked like he got off his fucking nut last night, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I bet he did as well. <laughs> but, um, um, quick <laughs> quick wins for the ownership, chair if you Is he up to it, as a manager? Like, like, Shearer up for it. Yeah. Did he have like one winning no, 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 did, no, did he relegate you? Yeah, yeah. We've tried this, G. It didn't go very well. Spend the bill, see what happens. No, no. You don't want. You know what you don't want as well. Yeah. You don't want your biggest legend taking over now, because it's hard, isn't it? Because like, you go with Emery. Yeah, because like, you're gonna hate on him if you don't get the results. Yeah, you don't. Should not be in the picture. At all. Uh, I like the idea of Emery. I do like that. Yeah. But I like. I, I love a the project idea of Emery manager coming in yeah. with a load of money, finishing fourth and Arsenal finishing fifth. I would love that yeah. as well. As long as United yeah. above them, obviously. What the <laughs> fuck makes you think Arsenal are going to get as high as fifth? That's a good point. <laughs> that, well made. You absolutely I, sausage. I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I know. I'm back on it. Uh, Andrew Baker says <laughs> yeah, that. I think it's a few years, though, because. Yeah, go on. Of course, this course. Earlier, yeah, because. Go on. We were sort of discussing upstairs. You're not fucking signing Haaland in January, no, right? You're not, not fucking all. bringing not Mbappe in next year because he's going to be like, what are they playing in? Yeah. Are they even in Europa? No. And if you, anyone who's no, watched the true. brilliant documentary Sunderland Till I Die, one of the Fantastic. major things that they're saying is um, <laughs> they can't get players to move to the northeast. Yeah. It's like fucking hard. Kino used to, to say that. He used to say that was a big problem. He had I, was I, attracting I, people. I, I thought it was it from London. Fucking well. Yeah, I, I don't that. think that's as big a problem 
as it is, especially now we've got loads of money. I, I think you can you just get... make the northeast better. <laughs> yeah. You can just build well, like a holiday that's... resort, an airport, a decent airport. But we can't. Uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? We can now, Jim. A beach. We we can make all the water parks whatever you like. Yeah, because it's got a beach. There's no fucker on it. Yeah, bastard freezing. Maybe build a mountain range. Alaska's got a desert. You can build all sorts there. Newcastle's a fantastic place, honestly. I like Newcastle. Beautiful city, great people. Yeah, Holland's if you want to come up. Come join well, us. Well, you've just Ethan. sold it. You've just sold it to <laughs> him. Nice bridges. Uh, nice you bridges. You don't fucking live Seven. in Newcastle. No, yeah. listen, listen, listen. That's listen. the point. And, you are a bit Scouser. Listen, listen, you are a bit Noel Newcastle's Gallagher. Newcastle's amazing. Hey. Where do you live? Hey. Manchester. You like the Gallagher brothers. Hey. Living in Bellside <laughs> Park, banging on about how great Burnage is. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, Andrew Naker says, I wonder if Gary Neville's independent regulator idea would have stopped TakeOver or if it would have stopped them from buying a league title like City and Chelsea. You know a bit about that, don't you? Yeah, Sorry, he said he wondered if Gary Neville's takeover idea would have stopped it. Um, his regulator idea, sorry, would have stopped the takeover. Interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, a I, lot I don't about know that. enough of uh, why. Uh, so I was I was reading up a little bit earlier on why the Saudi deal was held up in the first place, and it turns out it's not because they're fucking horrible murderers, uh, which I thought was one of the boxes to tick on the yeah. proper person's test. Are you a horrible murderer? Do you like when you go to America and goes, are you a terrorist? And you go, whoa, nearly got me there. Yeah. No, I'm not, right? But it should be. I, I, it's scandalous that that wasn't taken into account. It was all over the being sports deal, wasn't it? Yeah. That was so the reason the why. Sports deal. It, so Saudi, uh, yeah. um, supposedly, I don't know if they did it or if they uh, facilitated it. Um, a website to sort of bypass being sports Premier League TV. Yeah, deal. it pirated it. That yeah, was because yeah, yeah. being uh, is owned by Qatar, yeah. and Qatar and Saudi had fell out, and they was like, "Well, we're not going to let your fucking satellite work in our country, so we're going to pirate it, so we can everyone to watch the Prem." Uh, and then the Premier League was like, "Well, being sport are a partner of ours. Obviously, they pay a fuck ton of money for our rights, mm -hmm. and we can't let this go through while you're fucking pirating our thingy, uh, and it's coming from a public kind of fund." So. Um, that got resolved, and that was... See, murdering's all right. Don't fucking break our copyright, though. That's fucking not going to go down, is it? The, the other thing that they established is that they're separate <laughs> to the Saudi state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On a massive <laughs> right. technical... Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, I know, but it's not me. That was the it's second reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not Salman, it's... Uh, the other one. Um, Alpha Omega <laughs> says, Happy Friday, men. If Phil Jones can make <laughs> 75 grand a week, then debating the morals of Newcastle new ownership is becomes Kafkaesque. Shout out to Blue Velvet Newcastle. There you go. Oh, lovely. Um, I mean, yeah, it's 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 happening. You said, how, how long do you think before the challenging for titles? It's two or three years. No, I said I said five no, years. No, 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 I said five years no, no, before no, you can win a middle, title. Two, um, three years. We're yeah. in a relegation battle. As no, it no. You can... You can <laughs> You can have a quick turnaround. <laughs> you can have a quick turnaround, and it can be a couple of years if you get the right people in and you get the right positions in. Because yep. you know you're still, I think you're still competitive. I think you're relatively hard to beat in the grand scheme of things. You just got a shit fucking defense. I mean, if you brought in a better defense, you well, would be coming harder. You see, Maxim's Steve, we've, we've, we've talked about Bruce who's disappeared now. He was standing yeah, in the he background before. taking him out. But we we did have a defense that was to be proud of a few years ago. It was honestly, statistically, it was one of the best in the league. After after Christmas, but then we've got a <laughs> <laughs> no sorry, but, but then but, but then we brought right. in a, a, fo a football manager it was who's not been very good defensively. It was one of the best after Christmas. <laughs> what sort of a metric <laughs> is that? Uh, it, but but, but no, the issue you've got is okay, that go you don't have the Champions League. Yeah. 
City had to buy all sorts of fucking widgets before they got Champions League. Once they got Champions League, the players I think they started to then get like the Silvers and Agueros yeah, and, yeah. and people like that. We was looking before a company actually joined. I mean, it's not pre-money because they were still using Frank Sinatra's fucking embezzled yeah. cash that he was <laughs> thinking. And I can say that because he's been found guilty. He's in yeah. jail now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. So like, you know, he was a fucking crook. Um, so they was using that money um, before they got the shape money. So they, I mean, they went mental that summer. It was like Craig Bellamy summer. Um, company was one that came in. They bought a fucking right load of players. Mm. And then to rubber stamp the the Abu Dhabi deal, they wanted a marquee signing on the day. So Gary Cook basically just fucking hoard himself all over Europe trying to find someone that they could sign. And I the reckon they told Ramirez to sign for United. You know what I remember the interview where he said Chelsea? He yeah, said, but when Chelsea like, came uh, in for me, I was happy I to go there. For yeah, yeah, there was City. two he killed each. One he said Chelsea, and oh. one he said United. I, I, I genuinely it. don't think he knew where he was. I thought we played in red. <laughs> uh, yeah. But listen, it is going to happen for you sooner or later. With that amount of money, no, 290 yeah. billion. Yeah. I just I don't see a way you don't end up winning the Premier League. No, it I'm, might be a while, it might be, you know, it might take I mean it took the Scousers fucking 30 years. But it will happen. And if we get the right people and if we're talked about legends like Shearer, I would love to see him at the club in some capacity. I think he could, um, and, and numerous others, if they get the right people in, could lead us in the right direction. It's the Champions League is the one. If you yeah. get Champions yes, League, exactly. it opens the doors to everything. Because yeah. then someone like uh, one of the top prospects in world football, whether that's you know, a Haaland or, or whoever, or even an Mbappe, which it's is the, it's the one everyone's uh, just gone to. Yeah. That becomes less mental for them to consider if you're like, well, we're backed by fucking loads of oil cash and we're in the Champions League yeah. is a better conversation than we've just got loads of cash. No, we're 19th now, but no. And it was like, well, you'd, yeah, you're 19th now. Champions call me League completes the formula. Yeah, when when you're yeah. fucking fourth, call me. Yeah. Um, because then you can have a run at a title then. Yeah. And, and players, I think there's a bit of greed involved and I think there's a, also a bit of getting your career's worth out of the game. Yeah. But I think the top players want to win things. And I think you can probably get some bridging players. You're going to go through about 70 players, you know, in the next four years. You're going to have a turnover like City had, where they're just like, remember him, what happened to him? Four games gone. Yeah. Like, you're going to have so many of them fucking dreamers yeah. uh, that come in, rinse the club for a bit, and then fuck off. You're going to have loads of those. Um, and then you'll start to get some. I mean, like, I mean, City got bangered into with Vincent Company. What a fucking yeah. player he ended up being for them. Obviously, becomes the captain. Yeah. Ends up with a fucking glittery statue outside the ground for some reason. Like They did well with him and Fernandinho as well. No, that was a bit later. Uh, Andrew Naker has got a, a question for you, Ethan. St. Maximan, the only survivor long-term? Question mark. Um, I think Callum Wilson's a good player as well. Um, but has he not Maximin, made a glass, Callum Wilson? He is, yeah. And, 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 and to be honest, St. Right. Maximan has been there. Last year or so as How's well, he's, he's been getting injured a lot. But St. Maximum's a brilliant player. We've got him on a six-year deal um, at the minute. And if you keep the core players yeah. like Wilson, like St. Maximum, like I said before, and Could build around do them. Do you know why they're good signings? Why? Because Steve Bruce made them. Well, no. I, 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 he, knows, he knows a player. You know, that, you know what? Seriously. Un, under Steve Bruce. Throw um, them on, on. back on. Go on. <laughs> Do you remember when Andy Tate was like, you could get us on Andy Tate for next United manager? 500 to 1, yeah. Well, That's ridiculous, though, isn't it? <laughs> Why is it not a million to 1? <laughs> hey, um, do you know what I mean? You might have a talk show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. That is the odds right, currently. Go on, go Antonio on. Conte, 
not a fucking prayer. Nine to four. Would you That'd have him, brilliant. Ethan? Oh, he would be my favourite. I think yeah. he's fantastic. I love the enthusiasm. God, Antonio. He's not a prey again, Antonio Conte. Stranger things. Wow. Stranger things, Stephen. Stranger things. Yeah. Berto Martinez, I think that's more of a gamble. Not, not more of a gamble, more of a realistic four, chance. Four yes. to one. Four to one. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard, I could also see him doing that as well because he's I, I, I think this... This stinks of, of Gerard oh, yeah. move, doesn't it? Yeah. You're gonna go there. You're gonna get about five billion to spend in about oh, two yeah. years. You're gonna take them from 19th to somewhere. Yeah, and to that's eight. Success. Well and done, then, manager. And then the scouts will lap it up, and then it'll take over. Stephen Gerrard hasn't managed in the Premier League yet. I'm still worried. Honestly, You're it's a real worry. You're barely in the Premier I, League. I, I, yeah, geographically am, and <laughs> mathematically. I am. I am genuinely worried that. The club could go down if we don't make a good appointment this season. Because right, okay. we've only got one more transfer window in January. Kevin Keegan and style really love it if you got him. Who? Um, <laughs> yes, love that. Then it's Eddie Howe, um, Rafa Benitez. Why are you lot wow. wank him off? I don't know. Wow. He's literally a fucking Spanish dude, Bruce. Uh, Brendan <laughs> Rodgers at 12 to 1. That oh, might not be a No, I don't see Rodgers leaving oh. Leicester like that. Oh, he's a bit of a snake, Brendan. You, you can't really... Nah, he is, he is. He's a bit of a that? dodgy guy. I remember when he like he quit Celtic before the... Was it the treble treble that we were going to yeah, win yeah. or something? He's just a... Like, and, like players come out and they're like, yeah, I can't really trust Brendan. Oh. He's a bit of a dodgy guy. He, oh. he might as well snake his way across to the tune. I'd like that. Uh, Chris Wilder, Jose Moore. What, no. what about Frank Lampard? No. Not no. Fancy no, no, same as see how I just skipped Gerard, past that no. utterly ridiculous suggestion of Frank Lampard? Why? What do you mean, why? I think it's. I think oh, it's the man who who basically mishandled a team that was capable of winning the Champions League and also failed to get Derby promoted. And yep. before you say, well, who's got me in the relegation spot? Well, do some fucking research. Yeah, read. yeah. But I, it's. I'm not saying he would be a good man. I could see that happening though. I could see that being that no. sort of media friendly, shiny fucking. Who's your sporting director? Player? Oh, it's not that stable lady, is it? I don't know who anyone is now. They're all different. There's hey. a load of. So folks, should I fucking write a CV up? Chris Wilder. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? I think Chris Wilder. I, I do like Chris Wilder, but again, it's like... Jose, uh, Jose back there with billions. Is he a I, bit Yorkshire, Chris Wilder? I think he'd be crazy if Chris Wilder ended up at Newcastle with a load of money. <laughs> hey, like imagine him sitting down with Mbappe to convince him <laughs> to come at Newcastle. He'd, hey, he'd come. Right. <laughs> listen, listen, Killian. <laughs> um... um what prize is Mancini? Someone said he wasn't on that list, does he? Um, Wally of the week. Wally of the week isn't yeah. this. This is that's paddock podcast. We do the Wally of the week. Um, also, just to move off Newcastle for yeah. seven seconds, if we can. Talk about Fair enough. Bruce and Brian Robson for twenty minutes. Let's talk about Brian Robson. There's a new documentary coming out, isn't there? Game, brother. Hey, I can't wait to see that. I'm gutted though. My plan Go is on. that we fuck this little Jordy Nobed right off. Yeah. And we get. A well better Jordy. Jordy yeah, the, the king of Jordies. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The best We've got to get Brian Robson in there. We've the got only person I've ever known yeah. from Chesterley Street. I know. Like, <laughs> Chesterley Street is just basically Brian Robson, isn't it? That's it. You what's, say Chesterley Street, Brian Robson. What's Chesterley Street known for? It's a place where Brian Robson. Brian Robson. Yeah, that's it. What else? Where is it? Northeast dish. People in Chesterley Street can't even answer that. <laughs> They're just like, just Robbo was born here. So that's I it. Here. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm I moved, here I, moved, I, moved, here I moved here from Melbourne. Does he live uh, now? <laughs> no, lives in hell. I lived in Beverly Hills, <laughs> but uh, saw where Robbo was born, so I moved to Chesterley Street. <laughs> um, yeah, we need to. Plans are afoot to try and get him on this podcast. Um, don't worry, um, we want to do that because obviously we love him. He's the greatest midfielder ever, um, and he's got a new documentary out. So hopefully, how good is that going to be? Bad? It wants to be. 
it fucking wants imagine to be it, broke. Yeah, imagine, it's yeah, imagine they've just Honestly, put it's cobbled it together and it's rubbish. The guy's rubbish. career is almost a Royal the Rovers fucking comic made real. Yeah. Like... It's, it annoys me when people have this sort of argument about greatest midfielders, and they, even when they say things like Scholes or Lampard or, or Gerrard, I think <laughs> no. Like, like I love Paul Scholes, but I'm Bobby, not going to say he's better than Brian it's Robson because he Charlton and Brian Robson. Yeah, it's and like and come fight on, fight me, you fuckers. Yeah, so seriously, it'd be a good chance for some of the younger fans to see just how good he was because he was amazing in a United team that often wasn't. Do you know what I mean? And and he, he was just he had it all. Um, and yeah, if you if you check that out, I can't wait to see it myself. And then obviously we'll try and get him on and he can talk us through it and his career and all that other jazz. Um, we've had a, a meeting, haven't we? Not us personally, Manchester United. Uh, John Murtagh has come out and said that, you know, Ollie's all right, don't worry about it. Social media nonsense and all that. Did you put any weight to those words? The dreaded vote of confidence. Yeah, it, it feels like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it says, um, he says, we have a long-term strategy. This is John Murtagh, who's our director of football, is it? I mean, he's only just started. Yeah, is he director of football, so John Murtagh? Yeah. yeah. Um, we have long-term strategy and confidence in the direction we're going. Premier League is one of the most competitive leagues in the world. Players in from abroad and other leagues tell us how different it is, but we are 100% up for that challenge. We believe that we've got the talent and the character with the squad to succeed. Don't get distracted by what's said on social media, which can sometimes create fervour and hysteria. It's part of the modern game, but we stay, stay focused. I like I, that. I mean, it's almost meaningless, though, isn't it? I know, but I like the fact that they're very aware of the utter fucking wibble spouted online. Yeah, that's true. And not only are they aware of it, they go... <laughs> like, was it... Um, have you seen Dave Chappelle's new special? No, I haven't. I've Mac messaged me about it. I've still not watched it. I need to watch it. I'm an idiot. It's not his best work. Really? Which is disappointing because at the start of it, he goes, I'm going to fuck off for a bit. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's my last special for a bit. And you go, oh. And, it's and then it's a bit... It's, it's middle of the ground for him. Yeah. Well, but even that, that's like... The greatest of all time yeah. for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mediocre for him. Um, but in the middle of it, he was like, um, he's offended some people, as Dave Chappelle is likened to do. Yes. And he goes, so there's a bit of a storm on Twitter. He goes, but it's not a real place, so who gives a fuck? It's like when he talks about, yeah, because he, he doesn't care, does he? Like when he talks about Kevin Hart's historical tweets and stuff like that. And he says, <laughs> you know, like, you know, they literally went back in time and found the only four things you can get ever get Kevin Hart on, and he's like the most inoffensive person ever, and his dream was always to do the Oscars, and now he's not going to be able to do that. So there is, yeah, I mean... Social media is what it Floating is. Floating man says Dave Chappelle's a little overrated. Just, right, just well, he's, talking, he's blocked. Um, just quickly, Marcus Rashford. Excited. And he's got a degree. Doctorate. Doctorate. Dr. Rashford. Dr. Marcus Rashford yeah. was addressed as last night. Was it? Yeah. Well, hey, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, how many doctors you got playing for your first team? Shut the fuck up. Hey, you might have 290 billion quid, but have you got a doctor as your... Dr. Brucey? Left winger. He's probably got a doctorate. <laughs> Clever guy. <laughs> he is. He is. So um, what, Steve Bruce, though, if you take him to a kebab shop, before you finished ordering, he goes, I spoke me eating pound for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Dustin <laughs> Hoffman in Rain Man. Do you know that? Hey. He's like, oh, I was in here once and a man ordered the same thing. He works it out. <laughs> he works it out straight away. Um, yeah, how much are you looking forward to now coming back to the first team? Because there's this bit of pressure now, I feel like. There's always, always the thing with United fans. Yeah, I know. But whoever's missing... Is the one is the answer, but other than like certain players called Danny Van der Beek, there's a re there's actually a justification for expecting Marcus Rashford to do big things when he comes back into this team. You've been one of his biggest fans ever since he made his debut, and probably before that. Um, what do you reckon? Is he going to come in and score loads of goals? And I think what he does offer give us a title is, challenge. Um, what is someone that's willing to make runs in behind, and I think people really don't understand how important that is. Um, 
I think Sancho's not quite hit the ground running. Obviously, we did the video yesterday. You did the video yesterday. Like, Check that out as well. It was a really good video. Um, but he's not really a running behind kind of guy. He's a running a space sort of guy, but like he doesn't look to always running behind with it. He sort of like drifts wider rather than going in behind. Marcus is fucking so direct, it hurts. Like he's painfully direct. He's just fucking steam through the centre. Um, that's his whole game is, you know, he scores a lot of goals on counter-attack for us doing that. But he also stretches the play because if Marcus Rashford starts to fucking creep, you as a fullback, as Trent probably still has nightmares about, you have to go, I've got to keep an eye on him because if he goes, I'm getting nowhere near. Yeah, yeah. So he moves people around. Like United's uh, line up lately with, with Pogba playing off the left, which, you know, hasn't happened for the last couple of weeks, granted. But certainly Martial was no different. And Greenwood coming onto the right-hand side. And then when you play Ronaldo in the centre, everyone comes to feet. Yeah. And when everyone comes to feet, you as a defence, you'll have seen this, right? So if you if you watch the game and you see fucking defenders constantly screaming out, constantly screaming, moving forward, pushing you away from goal, that's where yeah. the defenders want you to go. But when you have players and runners that go in the opposite directions... One, it'll give you more width, and width gives you space. Yeah. When when Mason Greenwood is coming in, Mason Greenwood will come in and he'll be within the boundaries of the, the right-hand side of the opposition's 18-yard box. And that means there's like 20 metres to the right of him where he could occupy, but he chooses to come in, in, in this side. If you're a defender... Like if let's say I'm not here and you two are marking a bit of space here, yeah? there's a bit yeah. of a gap here between the two. Okay, of these, yeah, right? we're on Someone it. Someone could ma maybe get through the middle of it. Yeah, because because I'm over there maybe. But if I come and stand here, there's nobody getting in between us here. We've got this on lock. Yeah. If you're able to to stay in the, the those channels towards the sides of the box and you've got someone doing that on the left and someone doing that on the right, the entire back four is now instead of being six to eight meters in between each one, is 12 to 15 metres in between each one. Yeah. And an elite player is getting in between that. An elite player's movement is getting in between that. Whether elite. that's Marcus, whether that's uh, Ronaldo, whether that's Cavani. And for all the people that fucking picked me up the other day when I said elite, I was talking about non-league players and United players. And when I said Freddie's elite, I mean, by definition, he plays in the Premier League for one of the top teams in the Premier League. That is the definition of elite. I don't think he's an elite player at United. <laughs> <laughs> fucking big. And also, I think in that, I've also said he's levels below everybody else at United. You Are you claiming it's been taken out of context? I <laughs> refuse to believe that that happened Welcome on the um, Big shout out as well. John Shin is in the chat. John Shin, who United, up, John. United got involved. Uh, he, did a video, he did a video we put on our socials, John Shin, speaking about Jason Park's comments. And then I've just noticed that United have asked him to do it for them as well. So he's done a similar thing, um, speaking out about Jason Park, asking for that chance to stop. So big shout out to John we're Shin. changing it too, John. We're changing kimchi. Is that what we're going with? Um, yes. I don't know. You could decide that. Um, I don't think I'm the right guy for that. No, you're probably not. Let's move <laughs> swiftly on. Darren Cox. Um, I can see Newcastle initially building a greatest hits type of team. All those players that would normally look for their last big payday in the Chinese league or the Middle East. It's going to be a bit of a ride though, isn't it? A bit of an adventure for you, Ethan. It's, it's exciting, yeah. Drew. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the floating man who said Dave Chappelle's overrated, by the way, so I'll just frame it with that opinion that he holds. Yeah. He said Rashford is a very low IQ on the ball. Okay. I hear this. I hear this sort of stuff about this. That? Was, it, was it Liverpool? The, the ball he plays over the top for Mason? Yeah, that was an amazing that, pass. No, that was a low IQ pass, clearly. It's thick. thick. I think, yeah, low IQ 
people often play passes like that and score loads of goals and get loads of assists and also feed the population because they're stupid. And get doctorates. And get doctorates, <laughs> yeah. What's doctorate for, anyway? Just, you know, Just being awesome, man. Things and that, innit? Being, being from Wivenshaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ethan, where can people find you and give you hatred and abuse now that you're oh, part of the big well, time? Um, I'd everyone really likes you when you come on here, but now when you start winning <laughs> things and challenging, everyone yeah, will hate you. Fucking That's how it works, bro. So you can come give me abuse at Ethan James Media on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. you can find him, <laughs> and we'll get him back on again when it's United versus Newcastle for the title. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, that'll days. be nice. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know yeah. we'll be involved in it, but yeah, we'll <laughs> uh, Steve, what have you been up to anyway? Well, this video came out this morning inside Old Trafford with right. um, that lad who used to park in the village at the back. Oh, really? Edinburgh? <laughs> Mate, <laughs> yeah, look forward to that one. So how long? Because there's a bit of thing going on there. You, you know, Old Trafford. Everyone's a bit like, how's this happened? What's going on here? But you've been just making content in Old Trafford. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't find me. <laughs> so yeah, me and Rio go behind the scenes at United. We're in the changing rooms. We're in the tunnel. Uh, we're in the dugout. We're talking about um, when he got dragged out onto the pitch by Fergie in that horrible white suit. Um, Fergie said he walked him out into the thing. He said nothing. He said he got him to the centre circle. He went. Great players have played here. And then fucked off and Rio was like, just like, yeah. head gone completely. <laughs> like, what the, f am I, like, he said he just completely mind fucked him. Um, I, I love listening to those little anecdotes and uh, we went into the changing room and was talking about talking through some memories here and he was like, he goes, the one that sticks out is when Fergie booted that boot at Bex. Really? Yeah. And he goes, it was just nothing. He goes, there was a bit of an argument. He goes, he's just gone, ah, and booted a, a boot. He's gone, boom, and hit him in the head. No. He goes, Bex has jumped up. You know, I don't blame you. Like, you're going to see around, even if it is the great Silas Ferguson. Yeah. But thankfully, they saw it out, and there was never a crossword after that. Um, uh, go on. So we Keep going. we talk about... Uh, <laughs> Continue. We talk about Rio's first game at Old Trafford. Yeah. I, I think it was a 7-1 loss, or an 8-1 loss for West Ham. Um, he said they went 1-0 up. Oh, was is that? Uh, wait. Was it Canute? scored. I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, he was like thinking, oh, it's a bit of me, this. And then was the fucking, they shipped seven or eight goals and he was like, that, yeah. I will never be good enough to play, which is an interesting thought from someone at the time. Um, and then um, I went and took him to where I think, because I don't know, obviously, I think my first game um, was just underneath the roof of the Stretford. And you'll know what I mean. A lot yeah. of people won't know what I mean. There was a bit of an open corner. So the northwest corner was open, wasn't it? Yeah, before yeah. it hit the north stand. So I think my first game was, like most kids I imagine as well, is that you're sort of shoved through the railings with your yeah. legs dangling, yeah. uh, sitting on a crash barrier holding on. Um, and I went to roughly where I thought that was, was my first memory you of old remember you, bro. I, my, I vaguely remember where I first saw, but I wouldn't be that far. I wouldn't even but know. But I only know that only on the, the fact of that I know he used to stick me through the railings because in the standing, in the Shretford end, yeah. being whatever, like Ethan's height, you just wouldn't have seen. My dad wouldn't take me in the Shretford when I was a kid. No. No, he took me to like, what, the, the posher bit. And he <laughs> wouldn't take me in the weekend either. Said oh, it was too rough. Games. He's, he's something, my first games were on a Wednesday night, yeah, because oh. he said you're not going to weekend. This is like the 80s, bro. Yeah, this is yeah, when like yeah. hooliganism and violence and racism was proper. There was none of this half-hearted, nasty tweets business. No, it yeah. was proper. Proper you know. racism. Yeah, it was proper. Uh, so yeah, he took me on the in the midweek. But no, I'm looking forward to that. When's that out? Sorry, it came out today. Um, so yeah, we were speaking about that. And like I said, do you, know, do you get? Like, I know I ask you this all the time, but do you get like? Fuck this happened. How am I set I with real yeah, friend after like it all happened? Chatting about <laughs> when he made his debut all that like because it's mad, that, isn't it? When like, you think about what it. the crazy As thing a fan. Is walking out of Old Trafford. So we, it was just a 
It was the day before the game, before the Everton game. We went right. on the Friday. So we walked out of Old Trafford. It's quiet yeah. for Old Trafford. And he's just been mobbed by about 500 people. I love it. And I was like, layers. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. fucking leave you to that yeah. mess. Um, it's insane watching. It's insane being in a car as well, like just driving somewhere. Because you're like, I feel quite anonymous in my car. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, it was, it was a, a blacked out car that we were in. And we're like, just slowly going down like Chester Road. And people are like, oh my God. And losing their shit. Um, and you go like this is insane. He's got loads of patience with him, and not like patience, but like he seems to be someone who's yeah. I'm got telling time. you, fuck off. Yeah, After time about three for, or four, his, for all the fans and that, which is good. He does, yeah. And you know, obviously he's made a career uh, out of doing that, but like, yeah, he does have. It seems to me genuine patience with it because I haven't got the time for him getting my but let alone if I was getting my but like that, I just fucking layers, man. I'm not fucking. That is quality, <laughs> that though. I love that. You know what I mean? And I'm only a little bit jealous. Um, yeah, so go and check him out and he's busy um, around Old Trafford. Uh, go and check Ethan out as well. Um, if you've not done so, check out paddockmerch.com. We've got a load of merch. That's got some new merchandise coming up as well when the season gets back underway because with this all international football. Is it even happen? happening even? Who fucking cares? and all that in Andorra, innit? It's all popping off there. Um, don't yeah. forget as well, hey, if you're not doing... We've got a fucking cup game this week. Oh, go on. Tell us about Paddock. Trevor Paddock FC. Yeah. We're playing the cup tomorrow against the team you're second that in are... the league, aren't you? I know this is we the are, cup. We're doing okay. Yeah. So we're in the cup. It's the Manchester FA Cup as well. So it's like all the fucking teams in Manchester. Uh, we are playing the team that has been to the last three finals of it. Uh, they're in a different league to us. They're a couple of leagues higher than us. Yeah. Fucking big ass this. So if we win this game, you better fucking believe I'm going to be as smug as a motherfucker all over the place. Right. So go, can, what can, where, where is it? Where, where? It's in it's in Hardwick. If you're local to Manchester and you're not watching the game because it's international weekend, three o'clock, there's no fucking entry cost or anything. Just fucking come and watch us. Three o'clock at uh, Nichols Football Centre. Uh, the address will be on our Twitter. Um, come and fucking watch us. It'll be a fucking good old game. Three finals they've got to and they won the last. Who, who is it? What's the name? They're called East Manchester. East Manchester? I don't like that fucking name already. That's where I'm from. Uh, Might get well, a bit stabby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah. um, right, so yeah, so go and check Paddock out. Go and check Ethan out. Uh, check out the merch. Don't forget as well to give us a subscribe. Let's get to 700,000 subscriptions by the end of the season. I think it's doable. We're on 610,000. So... You know, another 90,000 to go, obviously. Um, this has been The Brew. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.